And welcome, my friends, to the Daily Gator Daily Thought Podcast. If you're left, you just ain't right. The podcast that ain't woke. Happy 4th of July, Independence Day. God bless America. God bless the founders. I'm going to list at the close here my five favorite founders and a very short reason why. Um, And I suggest maybe you do that today. Maybe you have a party, have people over, see what people know about the founders and kind of understand that I think all of us need to know more about the founding and the founders. (coughs) Uh, Especially with the left campaigning constantly, telling us how bad our founders were. Uh, Without those uh, gentlemen, those damn white guys, there would be no America today. There'd be no liberty. There'd be no shining city on the hill. Uh, the world would be a far, far, far worse place, my friends. Now, let's get into the podcast here. Uh, we have a story out of San Diego, California, about a gay man who apparently, well, there's no other way to put it, he was actually a flamer. Uh, a gay man has lied about being set on fire. Yes, he was set on fire in fuego, engulfed in flames, that kind of thing. Uh, the San Diego Police Department is investigating an alleged homophobic attack. <coughs> well, who would attack a gay man and make him into an actual flamer? Have to be a Trump supporter, maybe even a, even worse, a DeSantis supporter. It'd have to be an evil, evil, evil uh, white male Republican, of course, who hates gay people, hates trans people, hates puppies, hates Disney World, and um, really hates everything good in the world. <coughs> Last week, Scott Rowan, who is uh, 39, he claimed to have been set on fire during a, quote, homophobic attack. Pardon me. Metro Weekly reached out to San Diego police uh, for details after the story first broke, but the department never responded to multiple requests for comments. So why would are they covering it up? This is some big conspiracy. Have they arrested the obviously has to be done by Trump or DeSantis supporters, right? Has to be an evil Republican. Uh, Rowan told police, I'm sorry, told San Diego, San Diego uh, ABC affiliate KGTV um, that he was set on fire by two people yelling homophobic slurs. But police claim that new evidence, video evidence, shows uh, that Rowan lied and that he attacked a pregnant woman before she set him on fire as an act of self-defense. Well, who the hell attacks a pregnant woman? What low life, really? Uh, but that's an odd way to defend yourself. I mean, with a firearm, with self-defense skills, with uh, maybe someone else coming to defend you, or a knife, a club, if you're carrying a baseball bat, uh, something like that. But to set somebody on fire, I didn't know of such self-defense uh, things that were sold in stores. Um, even bug spray. 
That would be a good good means to self-defense, but who carries a big can of raid around or black flag? You blast a bad guy in the face with that stuff. <coughs> It'll probably kill him. Although I will say that uh, in the summer, flies can be really bad around here. And they are immune to any type of spray poison like raid or black flag. I think they just kind of eat it up and enjoy it. Um, because there's a hole in one of my screens they kept getting in. I'm like, so I had a can, I sprayed some, and they just like, Can I add some more, please? Can you add some bourbon to this stuff? It's not quite strong enough for me. <laughs> uh, but you know what does work? A by God $1 fly swatter from the uh, one of the dollar stores in the area. Yeah, a buck a piece. And it works. The flies have not caught up with the technology of fly swatters at all. Now back to the story from San Diego. <coughs> Pardon me, I was eating some peanuts. And uh, those little holes the from the peanuts, little pieces from roasted peanuts. Uh, tends to make me cough sometimes. <coughs> at 10.41 p.m. on June the 12th, police say they received multiple calls about a man attacking a pregnant woman. Before they arrived, the suspect fled the scene, leaving the pregnant woman bleeding and suffering from numerous injuries. She was later transported to a local hospital where she received treatment for her injuries. Uh, no other updates, so I assume her and the baby are good. That is good news. <coughs> about, an <coughs> excuse me, about an hour later, police received a call from a man who claimed that he had been set on fire. In a homophobic attack. The man was interviewed by detectives and sent to the hospital for treatment. Looks like that had been a first stop. The hospital. If somebody tried to set you on fire or did to some extent. My ass is going to the hospital. I don't know about y'all. <clears throat> Investigators determined that the man was a suspect who battered the pregnant woman uh, from the earlier incident. Uh, investigators have since determined the pregnant female was responsible for the burn injuries. Don't mess with mama. She will set your ass on fire. Literally. In fuego. Now what happened was my, my thing is, why would you attack a pregnant woman? And then why would you uh, defend yourself by setting someone on fire? That's kind of complicated. <coughs> Uh, police have gathered security footage showing the initial physical assault by the man on the pregnant woman and the subsequent use of fire as a weapon by the pregnant woman on the man uh, from a statement by the San Diego Police Department. The department also said it believes the altercation between the man and the pregnant woman was a, quote, isolated event and that there's no active threat to the larger San Diego area community. Uh, police did not say if Rowan would be officially charged for attacking a pregnant woman. And a search of San Diego Superior Court records did not uncover any charges filed against Rowan. <clears throat> or Rowan, however he pronounces it. I still want to know, I would like to see the video. It, it's not a, just a random thing to set somebody on fire to defend yourself. But oh well. You know what? Leave the pregnant women alone. 
they're setting your ass on fire for two. Remember that. <clears throat> now, we know what today is. You know what today is. It's July 4th, Independence Day. Uh, also known as England Can Kiss Our Ass Day. Sorry, England, I had to do it. How to do it, Chops? Good day to y'all. Is it tea time yet? Uh, but here's a story that happened here in the good old U.S. of A. in Baltimore. And it's at the other McCain, one of my favorite writers, favorite thinkers, favorite bloggers. Uh, headline is Democrats kill each other in Baltimore. And the mayor of Baltimore blames who? Trump people, DeSantis people. No, apparently this was Texas, Florida, and Alabama that did this in Baltimore. <clears throat> so no hook'em horns, no go gators, no roll tide for the mayor of Baltimore. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, and the mayor of Baltimore, I will say, his name is uh, Brandon Scott. He looks like he might be 15 years old. And from this picture, it looks like a video capture. Looks like he's stoned as hell. I'm not accusing him. I'm just I'm just telling you to set the scene here. <coughs> In 2020, the year of Fentanyl Floyd, of course, Brandon Scott was elected mayor of Baltimore with more than 70% of the vote in a city whose per capita violent crime rate is, can I guess, more than Chicago. A lot more than, you think of Chicago as kind of the mecca of violence. Oh no, Baltimore is twice as deadly per capita as Chicago is. Obviously it's a much smaller city. But the per capita violent crime rate in Chicago, that toddling town, is 2,027 per 100,000 residents. Yes, that's a large number. It's nearly twice as high as Chicago, uh, which is 1,099 per 100,000 residents. There's no sign that this carnage will abate anytime soon. Uh, investigators in Baltimore are searching for multiple suspects in a mass shooting that turned a beloved annual neighborhood block party into chaos early Sunday, killing two people and injuring 28 others, most of whom were teens. The search for the shooters, plural, investigators believe at least two were involved in the incident, is ongoing. Baltimore Mayor Brandon Scott told CNN Monday vowing, uh, we will not rest until we find those who cowardly decided to shoot up this block party and carry out acts of violence, which we know will be illegal guns. Well, probably, because probably the shooters, I, I bet good money and probably win that they're not even old enough to own a gun. <clears throat> uh, plus all the other, other laws in Baltimore. It's a very, very tight gun control state and city. Uh, it's amazing how gun control fails over and over, and the left never gets it. And it's a, it is shameful how the media uses the term, the two words, gun violence. Every five seconds, it seems, on every broadcast, even our local stations. Gun violence, gun violence, gun violence, gun violence. They don't say knife violence when someone's stabbed. They don't say car violence when somebody's run down. But with guns, it's different. They, they clearly put the blame for the crime, for the violent act, on guns. 
and they use the generic term gun violence and we all know why <clears throat> but it's odd you have this extremely high crime rate in Baltimore it's been the way for a while uh, it probably well I know it did go it did get worse after the fentanyl Floyd mostly peaceful riots and burning and destruction of businesses and property I know that but pardon me one second Uh, the story continues. The gunfire erupted early Sunday in the South Baltimore neighborhood of Brooklyn, where community members were enjoying a yearly celebration dubbed Brooklyn Day. Ayala Gonzalez, 18, and, and Kalis Fegbemi, 20, were fatally shot. The Baltimore Police Department announced the dozens of surviving victims all sustained gunshot wounds. Again, 28 were wounded and two died total of 30 took bullets the dozens of surviving victims all sustained gunshot wounds according to acting police commissioner richard worley five of those injured were adults 20 or older the remaining 23 were teenagers ranging in age from 13 to 19 police said here's an idea just from me <clears throat> live in baltimore chicago other violent cities with high crime high violence rates and I bet they have a really bad problem with uh, gangs. I'm just guessing. <coughs> but if you live there and your, your child, your teenager wants to go to a block party or some type of celebration, so many of these shootings happen at these events. Could be two, uh, two rival gang members shoot, shooting each other up. <coughs> it might be a targeted attack. We don't know. But this happens too often. Parents, don't let your kids go to this kind of thing. That's number one. Recognizing there's a real serious threat and keep your kids away from it. It's called being a parent. Look it up. It's not that difficult. <coughs> uh, five of those injured were adults. Uh, so 23... Of the, of the 28 were uh, teenagers, 13 to 19. Now, technically, 18, 19-year-olds are teenagers. They're also adults, but the, the media loves to drive numbers high, so they include 18, 19-year-olds, even though they're adults, with kids, which is misleading because the media is, well, pretty slimy many times. They've got agendas, my friends. <clears throat> Officials urged all community members to come forward with any relevant information or video footage that may assist in the investigation. <coughs> A reward for information leading to, uh, to the capture of the suspects has been raised to $28,000, uh, Worley said at a news conference Monday. So there's no description of the shooters at this time. <laughs> and the other McKenna pines <coughs> that these shooters will turn out not to be Trump supporters, if you know what he means and he thinks that he, you do. They also be, won't be DeSantis supporters. I don't think they'll be registered Republicans. Shocking, I know, but I just don't think that's going to happen. <clears throat> uh, but... This did not stop the mayor from trying to shift the blame. Where did the mayor of Baltimore, Murder City, USA, apparently, where did he try to shift the blame to? 
Uh, here's a question from the media. Mayor Scott, you said this year alone Baltimore PD confiscated 1,300 illegal weapons. Do you have a sense of where guns are coming from? The sort of illegal supply of guns are coming into the city? A lot of them are probably stolen. There's always straw purchases. Uh, and there's always people who will run guns. Any Anything illegal that you want, you can get if you have the capacity to pay for it and the means to to know where to go to ask. So this is no mystery. Bad guys are going to get weapons. They're going to get guns. It's going to happen. Asking that question is absolutely useless, frankly. And of course, it was asked by CNN anchor Audie Cornish. Uh, these guns come into Maryland. I want to be very clear about this because Maryland has gun laws. Every state has gun laws. But uh, Maryland has gun laws that actually have an impact. Well, obviously, that's why over 2,000 people have been murdered in Baltimore so far this year. A good number with guns. So obviously your gun laws are working splendidly, Baltimore. Uh, we have a ghost gun ban, which is why you see those numbers coming down. But these weapons come from Virginia. So it's Virginia's fault. Because why is it that in areas of Virginia which border Maryland, which Baltimore is in Maryland, there's your geography lesson for the day. Why is it that those guns don't cause the same type of murder rate in Virginia as they do in Baltimore? Why, why don't the guns in Indiana that supposedly cause the gun violence in Chicago, why does Indiana not have a similar murder rate that as Illinois does, as Chicago does? It's not the guns, it's bad people. Guns don't, you know, turn on a switch and go bad <clears throat> and start hunting people down. No, people have to use them illegally to murder people and assault people and shoot people. So your problem, as always, leftist, is the bad guys, the thugs, the villains, the crooks, the criminals, the slimeballs, the human refuse, if you will, the gangbangers. Take your pick. But see, really, keep blaming guns. See where that gets you. Well, we already know where it gets you. Rising violent crime rates. Especially when you say you go after guns and not criminals. And half the time criminals don't even seem to be charged. Or they get a smaller sentence, a less severe sentence. Uh, and they get out of jail pretty much randomly at the drop of a hat many times. you got to put the violent criminals away. It ain't that hard, is it? It's like these people... If you left your back door open and and bears kept coming in your house and raiding your house and so your neighbor said, you know, you ought to get a better back door, get a more secure, and don't leave the damn thing open. Bears won't wander in and raid your cabinet and your fridge every other day. You would say, yeah, that makes sense. Democrats, liberals, would blame the fact that you have food. It's the food's fault. It's the banana pudding in your fridge. That the bear smelled, that's what made the bear do what he did. No, bears are that way. They're very smart, very powerful, and they're very hungry. Bears have a hell of an appetite. So yeah, they're going to come in your house if they smell something, and they're going to eat what it is. 
and they're going to trash the place while they do it. It's not the bears' fault. They're bears. But substitute criminals for bears and a banana pudding in your fridge and, and the leftover barbecue from last night's meal, guess what? That's what the bad guys are after. But y'all keep blaming guns. I mean, stuck on stupid on steroids, my friends. Uh, but back to the mayor here. These weapons come from Virginia. They come from Texas. They come from Florida. They come from Alabama. They come from everywhere in this country, the mayor replied. A lot of them probably come from Baltimore, Maryland, dear genius. They come from everywhere in this country, blaming guns and not thugs for the carnage. That's what the mayor's doing. As the other McCain puts it, blaming guns and not thugs for the carnage. Uh, here we are dozens of years later, decades later at this point, and we're still dealing with mass shootings because of the inaction to deal with the issue on a national level. What would you have them do? If your gun laws don't work in Baltimore, Maryland, you have some of the strictest in the country. They don't work in Chicago, L.A., New York. Keep going with your liberal cities run by Democrat liberals for decades and decades now. Take that and put it in your brain and let it swirl around a bit and go, maybe that's not the right approach. Maybe it's not the guns. Maybe it's the people with the guns. Maybe we need to lock thugs up. How hard is it? Let me ask you, how hard is this? But Democrats, the Democratic Party, stuck on stupid, my friends, period. <clears throat> Uh, this can no longer be an issue that falls to the feet of local police, local elected officials, or state governments. By God, if it's happening in your city, and you're the mayor, guess what, pal? It is at your feet. Why don't you nut up and try to do something constructive about it? Don't have a gun buyback. One of the most stupid things the idiot mayor of Richmond keeps having knows. And in virtue signaling. You know what you need to do? You go after the bad guys. You punish them severely. You throw their asses in the jail cell. You try them. You convict them. You put them away, sometimes forever. If someone dies because of their actions, put them in the damn electric chair. Give them a shot. Shoot them in the back of the head. I don't care. But execute their ass. It will come down very soon. You see, when you attach consequences of a negative fashion to actions of a negative fashion, you get positive results. The left, of course, can't figure this out. They just can't figure it out. And the 14-year-old looking idiot mayor of Baltimore apparently is no difference. Um, and again, Scott, he, uh, the mayor Scott seems to, as the other McCain puts it, he's just suggesting a larger scale a crackdown on firearms on the national level. And that will do even less good than the local laws will. It won't affect anybody negatively. But that's all the left knows. All the left knows. Uh, very sad, my friends. Very sad. Pray for Baltimore. There's a lot of good, good, good people there. And they deserve better. <clears throat> and by the way, as a former candidate for one of the offices in Maryland put it, black lady, I uh, can't think of her name at the moment, she put something on TikTok or Twitter, I forget which, but the message was her talking, basically saying, 
I don't understand what happens in Baltimore. We took down Confederate memorials. We've done this. We've done that. Uh, we, we saluted George Floyd. And crime just keeps getting worse. How can this possibly happen in the city? Because all these other things are left prioritized. They don't prioritize getting rid of bad guys. Getting rid of your legal right to, get, to carry guns, to own guns. Oh, they're all for that. But the absolute truth is, they absolutely don't want to, don't want, don't seem to have any interest in going after bad guys, after criminals. Now let me see here, my friends, as I move on. Oh, good lord, good lord, good lord, son, good lord, good lord. Ah, uh, let me see. <clears throat> I'll get this piece here. I'm going to touch on. I'm not going to go into too much detail. <clears throat> and I'm going to postpone this story till tomorrow about the mother in California who lost her daughter after her daughter was taken away by the state because her daughter said she was transgender. The mother said this is mental illness. And the state took the child away, gave her all the treatment the left knows how to give, and now the child is dead from suicide. It's a, it's a heartbreaking story. It deserves more time, but I want to get this into this a little, since it's Independence Day, July 4th. Uh, Daniel Greenfield has a piece out today called Interdependence Day. And Greenfield is a brilliant writer. You always need to read what he writes. Uh, he writes, who needs independence anyway? Every progressive person knows that Independence Day is for extremists. The dream of the new post-national nation is a codependence day in which we all live interdependently under the social credit system in 15-minute cities with an endless array of agencies looking over our shoulders. In other words, hell. The old British entity that Washington, Hamilton, Jefferson, and a bunch of other dead white guys fought to be free of has been recreated in a much more nightmarish fashion. The new monarchy is a crowdsourced tyranny, an ideal for which social justice mobs will kill. A few centuries ago, some young men refused to have their property uh, and their political autonomy redistributed to an elite thousands of miles away. The very idea of having a revolution over such a thing seems entirely absurd to today's wokers. Private property and nations, not to mention individual freedom, are relics of a dead racist past. Or as another Englishman envisioned, imagine there's no countries. It's easy if you live in the, in the EU. All that the crown really wanted was for the colonists to, quote, pay their fair share. A share that was determined thousands of miles away. All that the colonists wanted was the rights of Englishmen that they believed they were entitled to. After a great deal of bloodshed, the colonists won the right to be Americans instead. An odd series of consonants and vowels having to do with an Italian explorer, but meaning personal freedom and limited government. Now we have free things, unlimited government, and our freedom shrinks in proportion to the growth of our free things and of the government that hands them out. As Dennis Prager said, the, the bigger the state, the smaller the individual. To the denizens of public housing watching the fireworks burn briefly in the sky, 
who get a free ride on everything from food to housing by taking away everyone else's freedom and future. The fireworks are just one more free thing in the sea of free things that they swim in. <coughs> to the Democrat voters of the welfare state, this is fireworks day. Every country has its fireworks days, and this is a day that this one chooses to light up the night sky. The day means nothing to them because they are surrounded by free things. They aren't free. The difference between freedom and free things has been progressively erased so many times uh, that many think that the American Revolution was fought because the British were racists or weren't providing free transgender surgery to the colonies. If only they knew about the NHS, they would vote to undo the American Revolution in a flash. There's a big difference between a free country and a country of free things. You can have one or the other, but you can't have both. Rugged individualism has given away to stifling crowds, codependent on each other, lying shoulder to shoulder, clutching in each other's wallets, crying, Take from him and give to me. We are a nation overflowing with the right to things paid for with other people's money. The fireworks that shoot up in Wonderland of blue and red, silver and gold, they're a faint echo of the real thing. The gunpowder that blasted back and forth between the lines of government troops. They're Hessian mercenaries and the rebel colonists who chose to ride free rather than bend their necks to the plans of an expanding empire. The faint smell of gunpowder and the dark shapes of the barges only mine the war that was fought here. A play of light and shadow whose meanings reaches fewer and fewer people each year. How sadly true this is. The expected speeches will celebrate some notion of independence, but did so many men risk their lives just to end up with a system that made the one they escaped seem positively libertarian by comparison? If they had known they were going to end up with some version of the NHS along with death panels and a codependent system where everyone is looted for the greater good of the looters, they might have stayed home on their farm, sadly watching the fighting from a distance. JFK's famous line, that's not what you can do for your country, but what your country can do for you. Excuse me, I messed that up. Ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. It was always a hollow lie. Half the country is expected to ask what their country can do for them, while the other half is expected to ask uh, what they can do for their country. This simmering civil war is often pegged as a class war, but it isn't about class. There are billionaires and paupers on both sides. And the divide cuts across the middle class, dividing those who derive their income from private businesses from those who receive it from government and the government subsidized employment. The 4th of July is Independence Day, but every other day is Co-Dependence Day. The days we celebrate our integration, our volunteerism, and our compliance with a vast system which makes everyone depend on the government and which makes the government dependent on everyone who still works for something other than the government. Empires function by draining every drop from their <clears throat> possessions to cover their costs. The British crowd try, a crown tried to drain America to pay down its debt, resulting in growing protests from the population and eventually a revolution. 
Now the empire of the codependency is draining its independent subjects for the benefit of its independent subjects, for the benefit of its dependent subjects, excuse me, and a dependency infrastructure that employs its numberless bureaucrats who govern it all. A new crisis is always here to justify higher taxes and bigger governments. The American Revolution was not a struggle for another nation, one of many, but for a free nation. It was not split off to accommodate the national uh, strivings of an ethnic group or their historical destiny. Its guiding idea, like its national holiday, was independence. But independence means very little unless unless it reaches you, the individual. A nation where everyone is part of one great codependent community, uh, a centrally planned marketplace that can only be balanced if everyone is forced to buy what they are told to buy is not a free nation. It will not even be independent for long. The logic of codependence is to expand that dependency beyond the borders and make the region and then every part of the world dependent on one another to balance out the numbers. And the numbers will never get balanced, my friends. Never get better, it'll only get worse. Marxism never works. Codependence required an end to states' rights. It will eventually require an end to the rights of nations. Like all pyramid schemes, the burden of dependency is passed on to greater and greater systems until its weight is more than that of the entire world. That burden of codependency is like a rock rolling downhill. It gathers more and more mass to itself, increasing its momentum until it crashes. The system attempts to stay ahead of the inevitable crash by making sure that every productive person pays his fair share. It hunts for individuals and nations who still aren't rolling downhill, tips them over, and pushes them off the mountain, all in the name of the greater good. The new crown is not a person. It is an idea. The throne at whose foot a formerly free people kneel is the golden seat seat of the welfare state. While the fireworks light up the sky, a counter-revolution undid the revolution. There is a new king and his face is on every magazine covering the land. His bounty is a jagged bear trap that turns everyone into a ward of the state at their own expense. As the last waves of fireworks die out, the shooting stars sinking to earth and vanishing into darkness, the light of Independence Day fades and the crowds slowly trudge away from the brief spectacle. Past the lines of police barricades, through narrow streets, past government buildings, back to their codependent lives in a codependent nation where the will of the people and the rights of the individual matter less than the latest proposal to solve the problems of their independence by making the country a more dependent place. A few hundred years ago in these streets, men and women celebrated the end of tyranny. And in its darkest hours, lines of grim men marched along the waterfront up to the highest point on the island to mount a final defense. Sometimes the older buildings still wear their shadows on their brick walls by the golden light of the fireworks. You can almost see them shadows moving in the darkness, their footsteps taking them north. A faint song on their lips muskets in their hands, their lives lost and gained in defense of their freedom. God bless you, Daniel Greenfield. Great peace. Very true and very sad. Uh, 
And if that put a damper on your on your Independence Day spirit as it did mine, well, don't blame me. Blame big government. This is why every election we get a little further and a little further away. This is why. The state is winning, the individual is losing. Ultimately, when the state has won, statism has won, collectivism has won, Marxism, if you will, has won, and when independence, liberty, individualism have, have lost, that will be hell on earth. There will be no escape. There will be nowhere else to go. And everything keeps getting a little worse. Year by year, if you notice. Year by year, month by month. God bless America, my friends, and God bless y'all. But unless we start taking back the, the political reality of the revolution, of the Constitution, America's going to continue to slide downward. And one day there will be no America. Think about this. Now go enjoy your family, your friends, but never ever forget these words that I shared from Daniel Greenfield, who is a truly wise man. God bless y'all. Take care. Have some fun, my friends. Spread as much patriotism as you can. Get a little mad. Get a little angry. Look at those fireworks and understand what they really represent. And if you want an America worth fighting for, well, we're going to have to fight to even get there, I guess. We fight legislatively, politically, elections, campaigning, sharing with people, sharing information. Do your best, my friends. Do your best. And never underestimate what your best might be able to do. You might start a, a new mini-revolution. And it may just affect your city, your county, your town, maybe even your whole state. But it will matter. It will matter. Never lose faith, my friends. Never lose faith. And the best place to find your faith in America and in the ideals of America, that is individualism, in my view, the ultimate value of America, Never underestimate the amount of good and the heights you can reach when you're on your knees sincerely praying for this country. God bless you all. This is Doug Hagen for the Daily Gator blog. If you're left, you just ain't right. God bless America. And yes, go Gators. We'll talk to you tomorrow, my friends. Peace out. And all the other good stuff, my friends. God bless y'all. Take care.